Massive Hedera Hashgraph update. We're about to reveal some crazy news about HBAR that you haven't heard about. Welcome to the Beanpod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beanpod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be breaking down some huge news from Hedera Hashgraph. There's been a ton of recent developments within the HBAR ecosystem that maybe you haven't heard of. HBAR likes to do a lot of development, but they don't do a ton of marketing, right? Mm. So let's do a deep dive into what's going on recently and what you guys need to know about. Absolutely. So if you look at, I mean, we always talk about the HBAR, the Hedera Governing Council. And now some of the big names are starting to bring in partnerships. So we can start off with one of the big ones that brought in a new partnership, which was LG. Right. So they brought in, they're, they're picking Hedera Hashgraph, obviously, for their new NFT platform and also crypto wallets for all of their devices. And this is, you know, pretty big news. LG is a pretty large electronic company. Yeah, it's massive. And this is one of the points we alluded to in our very first episode when we did a deep dive into Hedera Hashgraph. And it's the fact that they have like one of the biggest sales teams out there. So you have a governing council of 39 different members. They're the ones who are going to be implementing the Hedera. People are going to start using Hedera Hashgraph without even knowing that they're using it. So now when you purchase an LG TV, HBAR is now in your house. I like it. And, you know, LG accounts for around 19% of the global television market. That's massive. That is a lot. I wouldn't have thought that much. You know, you think like Samsung and other companies like that. But when mm. you actually do the research, LG is is a titan in terms of global TVs. So the fact that they're going to be bringing Hedera Hashgraph into their ecosystem for their NFT wallet, their crypto wallet. You know, I wonder what long-term plans they have with a crypto wallet on a TV. Like they haven't really mm. revealed a ton of details. But just the fact that you're starting to see adoption from the governing council members. Exactly. So the more that big news starts to roll out like this, I mean, obviously in a bear market, it's not going to pump the price much, but imagine if we were in a bull market, this is what pumps prices. This is excellent though for Hedera Hashgraph in the sense that they don't have to spend money on marketing. They have their governing council pretty much doing it for them. You know, with the LG wallet being connected to their TV, think about the web three axis, maybe metaverse access uh, moving forward. Uh, it would be a really easy component to just jump right in. Absolutely. So uh, what, what other big news as HBAR brought Was there anything with Samsung recently as well? Did you see anything with that? I'm not sure if I saw Samsung. We have Google Cloud. There was an announcement with Google Cloud. I saw... Uh, Sam, uh, so there was, there was an announcement through Google Cloud for Hedera Hashgraph. Obviously, Google is part of the governing council as well, and they run a Hedera, an HBAR node. Right. Um, so Google Cloud has brought in a partner called Archaea, A-R-K-H-I-A. They're an enterprise-grade cloud software provider. And they've brought them in into the HBAR ecosystem. So they're now going to be using HBAR as the foundation of their Google Cloud blockchain solution th through. So, you know, it's just another member coming through with partnerships. Right. Google Cloud brings in this global cloud software into the HBAR ecosystem. Perfect. That was only announced a week ago, September yeah, 20th. That's super new, right? So, yeah, a week ago, again, you know, it's, it's Google Cloud bringing in a large partnership into HBAR. It's just they're they're continuing to deliver 
during the bear market. And this is when people should be taking notice. And then maybe how, how like Google Cloud will interact with, you know, the LG TVs. Mm. And then they still have all these other governing council members like Boeing, uh, IBM. Wait until those announcements start to come out and it's all intertwined and interconnected. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of going down the rabbit hole when I was reading about these different um, news developments for Hedera Hashgraph. And, you know, you pull up the governing council members. So you've already seen LG comes through with the partnership for the NFT wallets. Google Cloud comes through with this partnership for this cloud blockchain platform. Then you can just imagine what they're going to be doing in the future. So they have IBM on the governing council. They can integrate HBAR blockchain into their, their payment processing, their cloud computing, privacy and security, everything. You know, you mentioned Boeing. We've been talking about these supply chain tracking blockchains, right? right. Boeing with all their supply chain, they're, you know, shipping people and goods around on their planes. They'll probably be picking HBAR as the backbone of their, you know, uh, Ubisoft yeah. with video games. So eventually you'd have to imagine that HBAR will be moving into the play to earn space via their partnership with Ubisoft. Right. It's endless, right? It's endless. So we're starting to see it all uh, come together now, right? Exactly. Another one I saw, um, Deutsche Telekom. Oh, yeah. It's the largest telecommunications provider in Europe. That's huge. The biggest one. Yeah. And they're on the governing council. Yeah. So when they start to build blockchain infrastructure for telecommunications, who are they going to pick? <laughs> That's what I mean. It's the perfect market. They have the perfect sales team. Yeah. So it's nice to actually, you know, we've been talking about mm. this governing council for so long. And I think one of the knocks on Hedera Hashgraph is, where, where's the building? Where's the ecosystem? Well, we're starting to see it roll out we are, piece yeah. by piece, we week are. by week, month by month during the bear market. So it's nice to see. Which is why we probably are starting to see them get listed to, uh, they have a Coinbase listing coming up this month. That was another big piece of news, right? So it was announced that they were, they were about to do it. And then Coinbase had to make an adjustment because if you guys don't know, Hedera uses a different type of contract address. It's a bunch, bunch of decimal points. So it's like 1.1.00064. And that's people's contract addresses versus these complicated like 24 digit characters. Yep. So Coinbase didn't have the infrastructure set up for those contract addresses. So they've moved it back slightly. But it's interesting that Coinbase now has to change their the way they do things to facilitate for Hedera. And this is just going to bring more capital into um, into Hedera's ecosystem and just make it more tradable, which they also imp implemented in Canada to Wealthsimple. Right. So we got uh, Coinbase is what top five global exchange right. in terms of users and volume. Um, it was <laughs> there. There's on Twitter. There's always like a, a guy is like day whatever of ask, asking when when <laughs> HBAR Coinbase listing day whatever. <laughs> Finally, it's happening. So that's big. You know, as you said, it's access to more capital. Um, more awareness for mm. people seeing HBAR in, in the Coinbase feed. And then, well, simple here in Canada, I think it's one of the biggest crypto exchanges. So, you know, can't be, it can't be discounted. It's just being added to more and more exchanges. So again, HBAR is building. HBAR is, you know, the word is getting out there. Yeah. So <clears throat> they also have the ISO 20022 standard uh, as well. That's right. Uh, maybe you can speak pretty fondly of that. Yeah. What's, so, that, what's that all about? So we've been talking about that on the show for a while now. I mean, if you're in crypto, you've probably heard of the ISO 20022 standard. Um, <laughs> so, you know, a quick refresher, it's basically like an international platform for sending money around the world that, you know, the banks and governments will eventually adopt. That's the hope. Um, those tokens have been pumping lately. Mm. XRP just saw a big pump. Um, you've seen Quant. Yep. Algorand pumping. So there's that there's that um, that pool of those ISO um, compliant tokens. And as regulation comes in all, over the next probably year or two, these tokens that are compliant 
for these ISO uh, ISO standards are most likely to pump because they're already probably within regulations. Mm. And so there are the group of the, them that are officially in uh, in compliance, which is XRP, XLM, Algorand, XDC. All those coins have been pumping lately. Right. And then there's the three that are rumored to be added very soon or, you know, in the near future, which is Quant, HBAR, and Cardano. Right. Quant has been ripping. HBAR is, you know, still, ma- yeah. it's still kind of sitting there, but... When you see a group of, of cryptos pumping, the tailwinds from that sector could eventually lift everything up. So HBAR, again, could see some tailwinds from the ISO pump. So I think it's uh, in November this transition is happening to this ISO standard. But in 2025, the ISO will be the global standard for pretty much all payment systems in reserve currencies, which is about 80 per- 80% of all transactions. So. Awesome. It's pretty big. Yeah. This is massive. So if they're compliant with this aspect of things, <clears throat> how's that going to work? You know, tying into the banks. Everybody talks about Ripple, XRP, but maybe we'll see Hedera uh, being worked in, into that at some point. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the things when you talk about Hedera Hashgraph being a little bit more centralized at the start, connections to all these big corporations, you know, the hardcore crypto people are like not decentralized, you know, it's in with the big banks and in with the big corporations. We don't like that power to the people, but partnerships are strong mm-hmm. and they matter, especially for early stages of an, of an emerging sector and being in this group of compliant cryptos, plus having strong partnerships, a little bit more centralized at the start. But as we've discussed in our, in our truth about HBAR video, it becomes more decentralized as it moves on. Right. Right. So it's all these things that give it a potential upper hand, a competitive advantage against other cryptos who are maybe going to be on the outside looking in. Yeah, absolutely. We're starting to see some development within their DeFi ecosystem as well too, right? Yeah, you saw, you were talking about uh, what the, there's that new exchange you've been talking about, the new DEX. Yeah, you know, I can't help but, uh, <laughs> I think this is a small cap gem. Mm-hmm. You guys haven't tuned into maybe one of the other episodes that we've talked about this project, uh, Saucer Swap. You know, you're looking at looking at it as I see it as you know, Cake for BSC, um, you know, maybe Uniswap for Ethereum. At some point, we know that the Hedera Hashgraph ecosystem is, ecosystem is going to be much larger than it is. So, if you can identify projects early, you know, like like a Saucer Swap, they're already they've seen 236% growth over the past 30 days in terms of new users. Um, the total value locked is increasing tremendously on that platform. It's really easy to use. And when you look at like what Ethereum has, Ethereum has really high fees, right? So they're relying on layer twos to make all these swaps. Um, You know, LRC, like Loopring, you have Optimism, Arbitrum. Even their lowest layer two transaction fees are like four cents. With SaucerSwap, because it's using it's using Hashgraph tech, it's uh, a dependable, reliable fee of 0.0003 cents. So it's a fraction of what even these layer twos are attempting to do. Yeah, I mean, that's always been one of the attractions to HBAR as, an, as a token and as an ecosystem is the fast, low-cost transactions. Mm. So identifying an early-stage gem like that. And, you know, once these things start to come out in the Hedera ecosystem, the first DEX, you know, there's that launch pad that came out, Headstarter. Headstarter, right. Um, there's the wallets. The wallets come out, right? What's the wallet called? Hashpack. Hashpack. So you, you start to see these things. It just it drives adoption because then more projects can be launched to the ecosystem via the launch pad. 
They can be traded with the decks. People can own them on the wallet, right? So it's it's a stepping stone to a much larger explosion of growth. These are the foundation, the building blocks, exactly. right? Yeah. So every every ecosystem needs the DEX Launchpad wallet. Yeah. From there, you can get the play to earn games. You can get the all the other NFTs, ties, yeah, right? So it all together. ties together. So it's, it's nice to see the building blocks being put in place for the next bull run. And then they also have, uh, I believe it's Web23 domains. Mm. So this is very similar to the Ethereum name service that you see on like Twitter where it's .eth. Yep. So now they have the .hbar uh, name service that also connects to the wallet and then can er- interact uh, with all the Web3 different applications as well. It's so, just another thing, right? Yeah. So if you've really been following along H- Hedera Hashgraph, this has all really come out in the last, what, like month and a half? Yeah. It's, now they're just, like, they're starting to roll things out here, right? Yeah. It's interesting timing because there are, uh, you know, quite a few layer one projects that you don't hear a lot of news out of lately. You know, like, what are they doing? Are they just chilling? Maybe they're building in, in private and that's okay. But HBAR is is releasing these things. They're, as you said, they kind of have this marketing machine working for them in the background. Mm. So, as you know, as a long-term bull on HBAR, which we both are, and we definitely are on the show, um, it's nice to see all this stuff coming out. It yeah, really it's, especially because it's so environmentally friendly, you know, fat, like it, com- it has all the other benefits that every other layer one has, you know, fast, secure. It hasn't been any hacks in, on Hedera. Yeah. Um, so it just ticks all those other boxes too, right? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of things in crypto is about reading between the lines. And, you know, we talked about it earlier today, but it's like, think about, go to the, the website and look at the governing council. You can see the partnerships rolling in. Just imagine what all these other companies can do. You know, if it, in the next bull run, typically in bull runs, when big pieces of news come out about projects or coins, they pump mm. big time. Yeah. So what happens when... You know, Ubisoft, who makes Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 7 is whatever the number yeah, is, yeah. Com- coming out, built on the H, you know, now it has HBAR as the, uh, the payment platform in the game. Boom. Like, on your LG TV. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, obviously we're just yeah. speculating yeah, here. Yeah, of course. But these things are not out of the realm of possibility, given what we've seen with the current members. Exactly. So it's nice to see. I mean, what's HBAR sitting at right now? Like six cents? Six cents US. Yeah, so. Peanuts. Peanuts. Only has like a $1 billion market. Market gap. What are we looking at? The company Jamia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some stock. It's like some cruddy old stock has a six hundred million dollar yep. market cap or something like that. And we're like, man, there's some top quality crypto projects right now with the I mean, yeah, it's a good time to dollar cost average here. Yeah, as sure. we always as we always preach. Yeah, so I mean look, that's 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 basically the the wrap up for Hedera Hashgraph. If you guys are HBAR fans, definitely make sure to follow and uh, like this video because we're going to be keeping up with the updates. And if there's any other coins that you guys want to hear all the updates for, let us know in the comments because we're always looking to basically show you what you want. Or anything we missed in terms of what Hedera is currently doing. That'd be great. Mm. And then make sure you guys tune into the next episode because that one's going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.